diapers that don't make a lot of sound. And I, because he's been groomed since he was a kid, I wasn't quite sure, but it worked. It looks like we're live. Are we live on YubaTuba? Yeah. It says live. Hi, YubaTubers. Hi, YubaTubers. Wait, Benny, this, oh no, it, the camera's just different where you're at. It just looks like you're sitting somewhere different. Doing a bunch of things, Sue. You're on live, though. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, YouTubers, hi. I bring on the Faith, positive radio to feed your soul. <laughs> Always right there when you need her. Hi, everybody. Radio world, YouTube world, welcome. Sue Lundquist here, that's me. And if you're not seeing me pointing to me because you're not on YouTube for the radio people out there, Sue Lundquist. And then we have the beautiful Jess Bubbako joining us today. And of course, the wonderful Benny Mathers, Superman behind the scene who makes all this magic happen. Well, today we have a, well, we always have a fun show and we're going to be goofy and loving and supportive and quite educational. We've got some human design conversations and what is human design? My language around that, it's like your operating system, what that looks like. And Jess Bubbako is a professional and she's going to teach you all about that. She coaches on human design. She has meaning one-on-one -on -one coaching. She teaches all about that intuition. Oh, so we're going to have a big, juicy, yummy conversation, especially going into the holidays. We're going to talk about how to language those boundaries, what boundaries, what kind of boundaries. We're going to pull a card. And in fact, I pulled a card uh, right before we launched live today. Guys, this, this is what Jess and I, we're, we're always laughing. It's so comical. So today I was guided to do animal spirits for the YouTube worlds. It is spirit animal oracle and it's another deck by colette baron reed now all for all of you guys in radio world and youtube instas all that i've got a few different kinds of cards and i'm guided to pull where i'm guided to pull so this one happens to be from the animal deck look at this i'm going to tell the radio world it's the armadillo spirit and it's about setting healthy boundaries can you not plan that any better i mean that is just crazy so yeah. guess what? We're talking boundaries. We're talking human design. And then Jess and I are teaming up. We are going to do um, some free events. We're going to launch some stuff on probably Insta and Facebook. So make sure you guys watch out for that for us on either one of our spots. And then uh, we have another event coming up in December where we're going to dive really deep into human design and boundaries and scripts around boundaries, meaning how can I show up compassionately and lovingly and also stand in my power? You know, being able to communicate a respectful no, it's going to be super juicy, super important. So we're here today, of course, with anything, take what resonates and leave the rest. There's something in there. There's going to be a squeaky wheel. You're going to hear something from us. And you know what? If it agitates you, irritates you, loves you especially if it irritates you and agitates you, there's something in there that you need to hear for sure. So keep listening, keep learning. 
new thoughts, new perspective, new ideas. It's a new you. It's you just 2.0. So we are going to get started. Again, Sue Lundquist here with Gratitude Cafe. And then I've got Miss Jess Bubico. Hi, lovely. Hello. Good morning, Hi. everybody. Thank you for having me. It's so funny. Somebody messaged me on Instagram the other day and was like, I love listening to you and Sue. Like I've listened to some of yours together. And I'm like, I feel like Gratitude Cafe is a little home. Like I feel like I love coming on. So thank you so much for having me today. Yes. Good sister work. All right. So let's dive in. So obviously we're doing YouTube and we're also doing live radio. We'll take a quick commercial break. And I, I have to keep reminding myself that because I'm looking at you on video and I'm like, oh, that's right. We've got terrestrial radio too. So for those of you who are driving, keep driving. Don't go to YouTube. The big, huge disclaimer. We want you safe, safe, safe. Human design, Miss Jess Babaco. Let's give the audience, I mean, you've been on here with me so many times, but for the newbies, why don't we tell them who you are and all that good juicy stuff? Totally. So my name is Jess Babaco. My business right now is um, Just the Intuitive. That will be changing over to JessBabaco.com in the new year. So if you go to JustTheIntuitive.com and you're like, what? There's nothing here. Just go over to Just the Intuitive, uh, JustBabaco.com, B-U-B-B-I-C-O. Love that last name. Always. You. I'm, every time I tell people my last name, they're like, that's such a fun last name. I'm like, I know it's the best. It is. Um, and it's even cooler when I meet people who are like, I know another Bubba Co. Cause there's not a lot of us. But when I was at the Dr. Joe event, this woman was like, oh my God, I worked with so-and-so Bubba Co. Do you know him? I'm like, yeah, we're a small community. I think of Bubba Co's here in the United States. So I just uh, like name Bubba Co. Yeah. There is another Jess Bubico on Facebook who's not me, which I think is weird. Anyways, now that you have the full education on (laughs) on Jess Bubico and all the Bubicos, um, I am, I call myself an intuitive medium and human design specialist. My biggest thing, and I think we're seeing this on a global level, is that everybody's intuitive. Everybody has the ability to tap into that field um, of unseen information, you know, non-tangible information. I think about our intuition much like Wi-Fi. You can't really locate where Wi-Fi is. I can't point and go, oh, there's a Wi-Fi ray. Although it's, I'm in an apartment building with a lot of Wi-Fi in here. So I could probably just point anywhere and be pointing to a Wi-Fi ray uh, or wave or whatever it's called. But your intuition, it's always around us and we're always connecting with it. Um, And I think we can learn how to more intentionally connect with it in order to support us in our day-to-day lives in making decisions in uh, choosing the kind of work that we want to do, the type of career we want to have in understanding how to empower ourselves, how to empower others. So the more we can tune into, um, our intuition to make decisions as opposed to really using the 3d information, right? The physical, tangible information that we see around us to make our decisions, though that does factor in. Um, I think we start to step more into our purpose we set more into our power. We start to use language that empowers us and empowers others. And I use human design. I believe human design speaks to intuition in a lot of ways, which is why I chose human design as my uh, physical, tangible operating system tool of choice. Because when I started in this field, I talked a lot about intuition and people were like, that's cool, Jess, but like, I got to pay my bills or like, how do I know that's true or nothing in my environment is telling me that I should operate in that way. You know, there's a lot of disempowering information or uh, I don't see the pathway forward. 
And so I chose human design, which we'll go into what human design is in just a few moments as my physical, tangible tool for people to start saying, oh, here's a map, much like astrology, where you could say, oh, I'm an Aries and I've had experiences that reflect that might not happen all of the time. I might not always feel my fiery, passionate self, but I've had those kinds of experiences. So maybe there's something to this and maybe I can start leaning on this information a little bit more to feel more like myself. Mm, brilliant. I love that. And I, I know at the, at the beginning of the show, I, I use that link. It is human design is like your operating system. And even though, and all of these are tools, right? All of these are tools just to, to get to know and love yourself just that much more. Because that's the ultimate goal, right? Is self-love, self-care. And with self-love and self-care becomes boundaries too, you know? Really does. Because when you start developing and trusting yourself in those experiences, then there's things that your standards, and there was a conversation I was having the other day. There's, there's like, I, I call it like standard operating procedures. I know that sounds so cl like clinical or business, but you have a standard on how you're going to operate, how you are going to show up, right? It's not, and you, there's this, this conversation between expectation and standards. So if we could look at that, it's not an expectation like I expect you to show up like me. It's I, Sue, have a standard operating procedure <laughs> that how I'm going to show up, right? And that is who I am and it's okay. And if it doesn't jive with you, that's okay too. There's not gonna be a judgment and releasing judgments and releasing expectations. So you can come from a heart-centered, compassionate place. But even more than that, getting to know yourself from a human design perspective. And I love the conversation that we have about 3D because yeah, we have to pay bills and human design is a tangible tool to help you get to know your operating procedure or operating system, not procedure, operating system. And then you can start dialoguing, integrating with yourself with new experiences and trusting those new experiences and then creating boundaries. Oh, love it's it. so interesting as you say that. So I, I, um, I, as you were talking, I was thinking when you're talking about your standard procedures, it's less of, I expect you to operate like this, which is how I learned boundaries as a kid was like, you need to show up for me like this. Um, and it's more of, I expect me to show up like this. And in expecting myself to show up like this and holding myself to a higher standard, I have to now have that reflect in my environment. So I'm going to have to say things that might make me uncomfortable or do different things or take a leap of faith or whatever it may be. And I was laughing yesterday. I was talking with my girlfriend, Alex, and I have a million girlfriends named Alex. I was going to say, what, which one Alex, of my one Alex? of your million Alexes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I know every time you say Alex, I'm like, which Colorado one? Alex. I was talking oh, okay. with Colorado Alex yesterday okay. and uh, she and I went on a walk and we were talking about how a couple of years ago, like a, a year ago, honestly, a year ago, year and a half ago, I couldn't even say the word boundaries. And I called it energetic standards. I was like, this is energetic <laughs> standard. <laughs> Because I really feel like I had learned, I come from a very Italian family that's like, 
well, if you made me upset, then uh, we're just not going to talk to you for the next three years. Like that's how people put up boundaries. It was walls. And so I was like, I hate boundaries. I can't call them boundaries. They're not like, they felt scary to me. And so my learning, my human design helped me to understand my energetic standard and then become more comfortable with this idea of boundaries and this conversation that you and I have had over and over and over again, it actually empowered me in so many ways to go, I knew this about myself, but I was too afraid to say it. And now I have this map that reinforces it, right? Mm -hmm. It's not about necessarily your human design giving you who you are. I see your human design as a mirror. It's just a mirror. Because if we then externalize and say, oh my gosh, well, it's in my human design, so I can't change, or it's my human design, so I'm blah, blah, blah. It's like, it becomes an excuse instead of empowering. So the way I see human design is a reflection. It's a mirror to support me in seeing myself and setting those boundaries, setting those standards, operating in a way that I want to operate. I want to see myself and I want to be celebrated in my gifts, my uniqueness, my purpose, my, you know, who I, who I came here to be. So I feel like we should tell the people what human design is for those. I was good. That was my next question. You just segued (laughs) right into that dance, babe. Go. Okay. Human design 101. (laughs) When I just start telepathically communicating with you. We do already. So word. And I'm just like, oh, Um, okay. So human design, what is human design? Human design is a system much like astrology that came through um, a gentleman named Ra Back in 1987, he had this download of this system and it pulls together a few different systems. So it pulls together astrology, the Chinese I Ching, the Kabbalah, quantum physics. I can see Sue taking pictures as I'm like, uh, quantum physics and uh, the chakra system. And what it does, your energy centers, they call it the chakra system in human design. So I say, ah, well, I want to go really, I know we're doing human design, but that's an important um, distinction too, because if by science, you have these little pockets of neurons, Eastern, Western, call them whatever you want, but it's proven by science. You've got these little pockets of neurons and energy centers that have got thousands of brains in there. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's backed by, I mean, it is backed it's by totally science. backed by science. Yeah. And it's if not you this- do the chakra system, if uh, I actually have a book here called the wheels of light and they talk about that in, in here about how there are nerves, like nerves that connect with those centers. It is. Uh, and that's how we interface with the world. So I digress. Human design. Human design. What it does is it maps out your energy and it's going to look at what is your purpose. It's not going to tell you a job. You know, it's not going to say your purpose is to be a nurse or be an airplane pilot. It's just going to tell you like this bigger purpose of what you're here to do in this world. Mine's all about spirit and learning to follow spirit and learning to teach others to connect with spirit. What's mine? Do we know? I can't remember. Oh, you're the left angle cross of healing. So you actually have the same one, but your yours has a little bit of a different flair. So you are here to live higher ideals live higher purpose, teach other people how to do the same thing and develop that deep connection with spirit first spirit as your guide. Yep. Um, which makes sense with what we both do. Right. Um, 
but yours is more so aligned with healing and this idea of healing and love of the body and a deep connection with the body. And we could go into it, but yes, <laughs> it also talks about how you're designed to make decisions. So we'll talk about that too, but Sue knows in the moment, Sue has a very strong yes or no gut response in the moment. So if a decision comes her way, there's something for her to respond to in the moment. Let's say somebody says, Sue, do you want to go to the Caribbean next week? Sue's going to get a very strong, well, if it's your arch arch enemy who wants to take you, you're probably going to say, (laughs) (laughs) boundaries. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but you get a pretty strong gut yes and a gut no. You typically, just from spending enough time around you, you tend to know in the moment. I have what's called emotional authority, which means there's no real truth in the moment. I'm like, yes, and like, God, no. And then I'm like, but maybe yes, but maybe no. And so I have to go through this wave of like, it's a yes, it's a no, it's a yes, it's a no, until I come to this place of about 80% sureness and it just feels calm. And then that's how I know it's time for me to make the decision. So it might take me a decision, might take me a week to make a decision that it would take Sue 2.2 seconds to make. So this is a really important example of what and how human design can help you, right? Mm -hmm. So if there's somebody out there and you're looking at two variables, you and me, I make quick decisions based on intuition. I just, there's a knowing and it's quick, right? Not to say that you don't have a knowing, you do. It's just going to take you a little bit more residual to get there totally fine. But Mm -hmm. look at the value that you get from knowing that human design aspect of you, giving yourself a break you have, right? Talk about that. Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, it's, if I'm sitting here comparing myself to Sue, because I don't know my operating system and I'm going, well, Sue can make decisions now. She just knew where to move to. I mean, that's a great example. You and I both have moved, right? Me you weren't, you've been with me through the process. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. No, I'm not going to. Yeah. My emotions roll where you're just kind of like, eh, that doesn't really feel right. And it's suddenly off of your list of places to move. And you get here and you're like, my gut's telling me, yes, it feels like a yes. And then I think you use your intuition and you use those messages from Gus, which is also part of your human design to respond and go, oh yeah, I'm seeing a sign from Gus this is something for me to respond to God, universe, spirit, right? Like I'm seeing a grasshopper and I know that that's a sign from spirit and I'm seeing this and this is a sign from spirit. So you use it as reinforcement for yourself. Yeah. Reinforcement. Well, yeah. And I can also go into the conversation about uh, reinforcement or validation because it's, it's, and I've, I've had this conversation too. It's not as much of, validation from the external world it's like okay i got the message let's do this together kind of thing right not oh i have to wait for the message to come to me before i have a yes that's not what i mean does that make sense totally okay yeah so massive massive empowering moments of choice when you have the operating system of the human design, right? And yeah. so we're, jo- we're Joyce, Je- there must be a Joyce calling or somebody <laughs> interesting. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. Um, when Jess and I were having this conversation, her specialty with you know human design and then me coming in with 3D tools and boundary and language, because 
now you've got a new set of operating system. I was going to say rules because that was, you do, you have a new sense of who and how you can make choices. So how are you going to do that from a 3D perspective? And my juicy sweet spot is the 3D to 5D. So standing in your power, aligning with who you are from a human design perspective. Now you've got to have real life tools, real life experiences, and trusting in that. Mm -hmm. And then the 5D frequencies bringing you like-minded or like I like to call, like I like to call them, that wasn't good English, as I call them as opportunities, because everything is an opportunity. You're going to be supported left or right, wiggle, waggle, whatever it is, Gus will support you, whatever it is that you believe in, you will be supported and you will gain wisdom from said experience. So with yeah. human design, it's just, it's like, it, it's almost like what comes to my mind, you know, the navigation system. It's also the language I use for my curriculum too. We could go from Washington to Florida without a map, right? We could get there. We could get there on purely just asking people external we could go left, we could go right, we could go up hills, down hills, it's a metaphor, right? Or if we have a navigation system, if we have inside insider tips, right? I, it feels like I wanna go insider tips with the, the human design. You're gonna get there a little bit more in grace and ease. It's still gonna be a learning experience. Yeah. Just take the wheel, love. Right. Yeah. And, and what I was going to say is um, in terms of like what Sue's talking about with boundaries. So I've learned to say my boundary is if I'm making a decision, I've learned to say, I'm not sure right now I need to sleep on it. Or I have this emotional wave and I know I was in a conversation with somebody a few weeks ago and I've learned with even signing up for programs that I need to wait until I have that calm. And she's like, well, people who sign up now, you know, sort of the standard, there's nothing wrong with it, but she's like, people who sign up now are more successful. And if I was a, if I was a uh, generator or manifesting generator type in human design, get that gut or sacral response, some manifesting generators and generators have emotional. But if I had that gut response, I would have said to her, wow, you're right. And in the past I used to go, oh my God, I don't trust myself. She must be right. But what I've learned to say is, hey, I know how I operate best. I have, um, I'm going to sleep on this and I'm going to let you know when it feels right. Mm -hmm. And I am, it's in my integrity to get back to you. I'm not going to ghost you. Why? Because I've practiced saying no. I've become more comfortable with saying no. And so as a result, I can have an empowered no. I can say what I need. I can express that. If the other person doesn't respect it, then I automatically know this is probably not a partnership that I want to be in. Right. right. But knowing that about myself doesn't make me second guess myself anymore. I go, Oh, okay. Yeah. This is how I work. So that's how I see human design being very empowering for people because it also gives you a, a system that has that type of language gives you the language and then Sue helps you refine it because it can be scary to set those boundaries. It can be scary. And she also helps you with the language too, if you don't know how to language it, but even giving Sue and saying, Hey Sue, I know I've got this emotional wave thing. I feel uncomfortable. I don't know how to tell somebody else this. She can support you in understanding how to, how to set that boundary, how to say it, how to have that conversation. Um, and even beyond that, right. I mean, if it's that you're really learning your purpose is 
something different and your job isn't reflecting that or your relationship isn't creating that space for you, how do you have a hard conversation about that? Because um, it can feel like yeah. to own it and then we have to bring it to others and that can be the scary part. Well, that's the scary part and that it's also scary and magical all at the same time, right? Because you also have to stand in alignment. You know my big words, genuine and authentic. You stand in genuine and authentic compassion, genuine and authentic per personal power. Power <clears throat> with not the negative connotation to it. It is. It's self-love. It's just a an empowerment, you know? And look at look at the choices, the decisions and the empowering opportunities that have been created for you because of your insight with human design. So we are gonna take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're gonna start diving into, oh, projector and what that was. And you said something, and I'm sure the audience is like, Jess, what was that? A projector? A what? Yeah. So we're gonna take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're gonna go back to the juicy stuff again. So we're gonna be still live on YouTube, but Radio World, quick commercial break. Thank you, Benny. Okay. Yay. I was going to say, we need to tell them how to get their chart. So I was going to give it to them to do during the commercial break, but we'll just have them do it when they come back. Would so you, you like to tell YouTubers? YouTubers, you can do it now. Yeah. So if you head over to freehumandesignchart.com. Freehumandesignchart.com. And you'll want to get your human design chart. You do need to know what time you were born. If you don't know what time you were born, take your best guess at it for the rest of, for purposes of this conversation, just take your best guess at it. Uh, what time you think you were born. Uh, if you know it was sometime in the afternoon, put in three o'clock, you know, something like that. Um, and then what's I going to say? Um, free human design chart, get your chart and make sure it's in military time. Oh, of course you picked that card. Of course it yeah. did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of course yeah. it did. Love it. That's the how card. do they get a hold of you, the YouTuber worlds? Make sure they know how to get because they're gonna get the free human design chart, then they need to get a hold of you, right? Yes, and do a reading. Yep. Um, you can head over to justtheintuitive.com slash book a session, or just go to justtheintuitive.com and look where it says book a reading, book a session. Um, and we'll go over your chart, we'll go over your purpose, we'll go over your decision-making strategy. We'll also go over areas where you're open to the environment around you and strategies to um, take time away, make sure that you're getting, you know, getting what you need so that you can, again, operate in alignment with yourself because we energetically are constantly pulling on each other. And so it's going to help you and support you in understanding um, how you work best and what you need and how you can get good rest and what type of rest you need and how you can put up energetic boundaries, all the things. All the things. Yep. I love that. All the things. Jess Bubico. I feel like I need to pull up your chart quickly and then I can Let's do that so we can have um, a contrast, an example between the two of us, right? Because yeah. you and I, there's a lot of aspects between us that are aligned. And I think having the conversation, if I'm comparing, that's a really, you know, and if the comparing stops, right? Well, it doesn't totally stop, but 
there's an element or an aspect of that comparing because you're now standing in your power more yeah. confidently, right? So I think we should have that conversation when we go back online or on air. Let me just pull it. Ready to come back? Yep. Check out 1150kknw.com. love ah oh, all right you guys welcome back sulan quist here with the gratitude cafe we are joined with the fantastic soul sister miss jess bubico and if you missed us uh the top of the hour we have been talking about 3d 5d human design what is that why it would be helpful for you to learn about your human design it's like learning another tool on how your inner world uh, works and then basing choices and decisions on that contrast, you know, versus going, well, we, we talked about Jess was saying, well, I'm not like her, you know, we were having that whole conversation, you know, the whole, what is it? Comparison, 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 Ugh. right. And then the resentments and the shames and the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and all that stuff that comes up when you start doing the comparisons. We did uh, talk about definitions. We're going to go in depth a little bit more. And during the break, um, and if you guys get an opportunity, if you're driving, that's great. But if you're at home or you have access, you can go to YouTube and just type in 1150 uh, AM KKNW and find us live on YouTube. Again, we're talking to Jess Bubico and of course myself, Sue Lundquist. And also another reminder, and it's a bit of a tease. We're going to tease you just a little. Jess and I are going to be doing some um, live events, Instagram, Facebook, just to kind of get some more knowledge out there so you guys understand what we're doing, why we're doing it, the hows, the whats, the whens. And then we're going to be doing an interactive live event uh, in December, the two of us, and combining both of our specialties and uh, bringing all of those tips and tools for you to empower you, to help you uh, foster more empowered choices and decisions, and then learning to trust those, and then building on that and integrating those choices and into a frequency that aligns with you genuinely and authentically. My big buzzwords, genuine and authentic, because if it doesn't feel that oomph, you know, it's like that grounded, genuine and authentic. You and I had that conversation when you were here, right? It's just solid. And if it doesn't, then don't. And that's okay. That's totally okay. All right. Welcome back, Miss Jess. Hi. Hi. Okay. So I shared with YouTubers uh, over the break, but for our non-YouTubers, you can go over to freehumandesignchart.com. Free humandesignchart.com. If you're not driving, please don't do this. If you're driving, you can do it when you stop or pull over or whatever it may be. Um, freehumandesignchart.com and grab your chart. You're going to want to know your birth time and you're going to want to enter it in using military time. If you don't know what time you were born, there's ways to find that out. You can contact an astrologer. They do birth time rectification, I think it's called, but for the intention of this class, you, or this, this talk, sorry, I say class a lot for the intention of this talk, this, our time together here on the radio, 
just put in whatever you think is like closest to your birth time. So if you know you were born in the afternoon and put in three o'clock, which would be, I believe 1500, 1500. Yes. Yes. And I only know that because I have a clock in my office that has those numbers on it because I was constantly asked about military time. I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea. All right. Back to human design. Go ahead, Jess. What was that? Yeah. Can I start just talking about your chart? I think it could be yes. if I give a little sample of like, I'll read some of your chart. And then um, I think it also- me to relive it and hear it again. So bring it, sister. Yeah. So, and then I'll talk about the archetypes. So stay tuned for the rest of the time because I'll talk about the five archetypes. So in human design, there are five archetypes. And these five archetypes talk about how your energy system runs, okay? Some people have this really amazing energy that um, have this really amazing uh, uh, sustained energy, okay? They're designed to wake up with a full tank of gas in the morning, burn that tank completely out by the end of the day, and then crash at night because they've tired themselves, which this is Sue, and then wake up the next morning uh, with a renewed and full tank of gas to keep going again. There's other types. So those are our manifesting generators and our generators. They're called our energy types. Then we have our manifestors, which I'm a manifester, our projectors, and our reflectors. These types do not have as sustainable of energy. My energy as a manifester, I'll usually have a big burst of energy and then all of a sudden it goes down and then I need some rest. I don't have that same sustainable energy that Sue has. It's very apparent when I'm with Sue because I'm like, I can't keep up with you. Um, however, so these different types are all meant to function differently, okay? We're not all created equal. And the reason why is, I guess I'm starting out talking about the types first. So here totally we go. fine. Yeah, give the examples because it's that's the value, right? Let's do it. The manifester, I'm a manifester. I'm Let's a manifester pure. generator. Just a generator. Just pure a generator. generator. Pure generator. Hmm. So, and it's amazing. Every type needs each other. No person is here to exist on an island by themselves. We actually need each other to get things done. Um, and we actually talk in human design about how when you have at least five people together, it's called a penta. And this amazing energy happens where we can co-create in like these incredible ways, which we've seen this throughout space and time. Like I think about Lynn McTaggart and her intention experiment. I think she pulls together power of eight. Yep. Yeah, she brings eight people together yep. and then eight people together creates a ripple effect in the world. Dr. Joe's work, he's, I mean, we had nine people coming together at the latest event. I don't know if it's different different times of the year or different events and things like that. But we had nine people together and that creates this energy field. And so there's power in all of these types coming together and shining in the way that they're designed to shine. So as the manifester, you are here to get the ball rolling and to initiate things and to inform people of what you're doing. So and manifestors can be a bit self-contained at times Manifestors tend to not like to feel like they're being controlled. Manifestors tend to not know. Uh, they have an, a nonverbal creative type, way of creating. So for example, for me, the way that this plays out 
is that I won't know for a long time. Like I won't know and I'll be working on things and working through things. So if I'm working on something in my business, instead of being like, here's the strategy and plan for the next six months, I know what my strengths are. I know what my human design says. Like I know who I am. And then the download comes and then I'm, I'm off and I'm creating, but there may be a month where I'm sitting around going, maybe this, maybe I got to feel my way into what I'm going to create. And then boom, it comes through and you're off, off to the races creating. Yep. There's aspects of me with that though, too. I feel you say that and I'm like, oh yeah, totally. But then there are times where I'm like, nope, gone, done. More There's time. a difference though, because with you, you have more of an inviting aura which is meant to interact with people and connect with people and co-create and constantly you, I see you respond like an, an, a manifester is here to initiate and inform. So you're here to kind of bring something new through and initiate other people into it ah. versus a generator and a manifesting generator is here to be responsive. You hear people talking about the fact that they have trouble with boundaries. You hear people talking about the fact that they're needing help with healing. You're constantly responding to people in the environment and providing different, maybe different solutions, or, um, you're here to, you're here to respond to what's coming towards you. Whereas a manifestor is more self-contained. You've seen me do this. I'm like, I kind of need this. I got to contain myself and then I can go out and start to inform. Whereas you Sue, have this more, um, like a manifestor has a closed aura, uh -huh. whereas a generator and a manifesting generator, you have more of an open and inviting aura you're constantly interacting with the environment around you and deciding which things that are showing up for you are the right thing for you to create and to do. Bingo. So, yes. And I see that with us. Cause I'm like, okay, I need everyone to, I need to like bubble myself in until I know, and then boom, I can go. Yeah. Whereas you are constantly, I find interacting and with people, uh, people, places, things and deciding what you want to do or what feels right for you. I don't see you contain yourself, like close yourself off as much as I think I tend to kind of bubble in and close off. But I do, there's, I, and I really like that, you know, if there's, if there's decisions and choices, you know, that are pretty profound, well, all decisions are choices with when you're doing it from an empowered standpoint, it's, I do, I go into my bubble. I have my own little Siouxville bubble that I go into and not getting distractions because I want it genuine and authentic for me. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And the thing is we all have all of the chart. It's just that the decision-making process is a bit, it's, it's just a bit different. The energy of a manifester is just a bit different than the energy of the manifesting generator or the generator, the manifest manifesting generator or generator has a bit more of an open and inviting aura where it's pulling people in and calling energy in, right? You can still go into your bubble, right? It's just more so, I think if you meet somebody who's a manifester, you can feel that containment more, a bit more. And I think with generator, this is my experience of when I meet people who are manifestors, I see that energy as being a bit more like contained. And, and then once they are ready to unleash the power, they go in that big spurt and then they kind of, they don't, they don't crash. I don't think crash is the right way, but they kind of come down the other side of the mountain and they need to, they need to rest until that next inspiration comes. Whereas generators and manifesting generators are a bit more wake up in the morning with a full tank of gas, go and get stuff done. Sue can set up her house for hours upon hours per day and go and then go for a run and then go out to eat and do this. 
if I do that for too long as a non-energy type, I'm like exhausted. I'm just like, I burn myself out. So you're designed to have that type of energy because you're here to be master builders. You're here to be masterful builders in the world, whether you're building a business or you're building out a system or you're creating a home or creating a house or something like that. That's where I think the energy exchange is different. Manifestors are here, big push, powerful push to get the ball rolling. Generators and manifesting generators build, 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 create, 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 create. Which is, I love creating, love it. Talk yeah. about sweet spot. Yes, that, that whole bubble of just creating and getting in there. I'm like, yes, please just let me create. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Projectors are here to be our guides. Their energy works a little bit differently as well. Projectors need to be invited into an experience in order to really show their magic. Because while generators and manifesting generators are buzzing around, doing all the things, building, going, and creating, and the manifestors are a bit more contained, they have that powerful push energy, kind of like the quarterback to get things started. The projectors are going, I see how all of these people work and how they can work together. Ooh. And they need to be invited in to guide and show how everyone can work together and create together. Now, if the generators and manifesting generators are going, 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 and they're not ready to hear what the guide says and they haven't invited the guide in, the guide might get their finger bitten off, right? Like they might be like, we're too busy. Like we don't want to hear it. <laughs> so as a projector, you're here to guide others. I find that um, the energy of a projector is, is, I find they have, they're pretty inviting as well. Like their energy is pretty inviting, but they really need to be invited into an experience in order for them to go, to really step into their power and go, yeah, I see how all these pieces go together. I see how we can make this work. I see how we can orchestrate and create all of this together. So from a generator perspective, mm -hmm. how does the generator and the projector dance you know how how can we come to that from a compassion and work together right in symbiotic symbiism sim symbia whatever the word is yes yeah, sim symbosis is that a word <laughs> we're gonna make it up roll with it <laughs> i would say again we have to go with strategy which is projectors need to be invited in so say right. hey what do you see here and genuinely because you respect that person and you honor their opinion hey what do you see here can you support and guide me in this way? Most of my best friends are projectors. Um, like my closest, like from since birth kind of friends are mostly projectors. I have like you who's a generator and my friend Alex is a manifesting generator, but I've tended to surround myself with a lot of projectors because they're who I go to for advice when I can't see that I'm being thick headed or stubborn or whatever it may be. They're really like, they have this way of guiding me in a way that's kind and compassionate and gentle and is, a, I feel often true reflection of what's going on with me. Right. So they need to be invited in. Now, if they try to tell me what to do, I'm like, I don't want to hear it. But if I'm like, here's what's coming up, they tend to, so invite your projector, friends, family members, et cetera. What are some of the traits like a projector? So if there's the audience, the radio world and YouTubers, they're like, well, what does that, what, how is that person showing up? What do you mean? 
it's different for every projector because our chart is all going to be different. But what I would say is projectors don't have that sustained energy. So projectors have not necessarily a powerful burst of energy, but they have, um, they need periods and cycles of rest and periods and cycles of, of doing and of resting for themselves. Um, I would say again, as a guide, they can see things that oftentimes those who are in the weeds, generators, manifesting generators, manifestors can't see. Yeah. So they have this wisdom to them. They're here to actually embody this new consciousness that in the past, the manifestor archetype was the leader. Um, a lot of like Joseph Stalin, Hitler, they were manifestors. I'm not going to say they were in the highest expression. They were not at all. But think of that archetype that goes, I'm in charge. I know what I'm doing. Follow me. I've got the answers. Whereas the new types of guides in this world are going, how can we all work together? Because I see all of you, right? Yeah. We're switching into this space of the, the projector is wise. So ask them what they see, ask them what they feel, especially projectors who are really in alignment with who they are, the higher, higher truth, their higher truth. Okay. All right. Really quick. I want to remind everybody how they can get their human design chart. They can go to free humandesignchart.com and then at, you'll need your birth date in military time and time and place. So make sure you have that. And as Jess was saying, if you don't know the time exactly, try to get as close as possible and or ask mom, dad, find your birth certificate. I know I had to do that because I couldn't remember what time I was born. Uh, free hospital you were born at as well. And they should be able to give it to you if that hospital still exists. Yes, you can do that. But then you had, and I had to do that. So you have to um, prove who you are and send them all that, that um, information, which is totally fine. So yeah. please go to freehumandesignchart.com and then go over to Jess's website. Jess, what's the website? You, you were intuitive.com. Jesstheintuitive.com. Jesstheintuitive.com. And get a one-on-one -on -one session with her so you can understand and really articulate and start integrating what the human design and that operating system um, how that's going to work best for you and empower you in your choices and decisions and integrating that. And then the integration is where I come in. The integration, the new boundaries, the new tools, self-sabotage, the shoulda, coulda, woulda all over myself, all of that. And that's another, we're going to do a whole live event um, in December all about that and integrating your operating system, your new information from the human design into the 3D world, how your mindset, your frequency, aligning with that, your genuine and authentic human design, your genuine, authentic human design. Ah, I yeah. love it. Do you right. see how that just, kind of, just ah. call it human design? Because it just is. The design. It just is. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so we are, it's 850 uh, in radio world and YouTube world. So we've got about eight more minutes. Okay. I know we could talk for hours, but we've kind of got to chunk it. Yes. Yes. So last one is the reflector. And something that's coming to mind is if you're on free human design chart, the names may be different. So your manifester is your initiator. Your manifesting generator is your time vendor. Your generator is your alchemist. And your projector is your orchestrator. And your reflector is your calibrator reflectors Ooh. are here they are like the audience think about the audience at a show 
if the comedian is not telling a funny joke, what's going to happen? The audience is going to reflect back to them that the joke wasn't funny because they're not going to laugh. So our orchestrate or our um, calibrators or our reflectors are here to <clears throat> reflect human potential, show us what's possible. They're very sensitive to energy. So they need to make sure they're taking enough time alone. They're only 1% of the population. So we don't have as many reflectors. They need downtime to, to release and to, to recalibrate. I'd love to dive into your chart for a few minutes. If I can give a couple of hallmarks. Bring it. Okay. I love it. So you're a generator and you're a pure generator, which means that your decision-making strategy is called sacral. This is going to be a lot of new words for people. So all I want to say is just listen to less about the, is it a, this, is she a, that, is she the other thing, like how she operates and how this reflects in her life. So Sue, you're designed to wake up in the morning with a full tank of gas and use all of that energy out by the end of the day and then crash at the end of the day and wake up with a full tank again. You have- what's Not everybody's like that? No. <laughs> more people are, well, more people are like that than not like that. 70% of the population is like that, but the rest of us are not like that. The, the other 30%. You are a 5-1 profile. And that means you are here to be a visionary leader. That means you are holding a vision of the higher consciousness of what's possible for us. And that means you're going to tick some people off because you're holding that higher frequency, that higher vibration in this vision of this new world that we're going into. Some people are not going to want to grow in that direction. And they're going to feel um, they're going to project onto you their own stuff. And so I think you do a beautiful job of keeping your heart open. Um, and that's your job because as a five, that's the visionary leader. And the one likes to go deep. So you're going to want to go deep in investigating things. Okay. You're going to want to learn everything there is to learn about human design, not necessarily human design, but that's your process. You want to go in and you want to figure out the mechanics. You're going to want to go deep with people into healing and helping them heal. You're going to, you're somebody who's meant to go deep and that's called the, the one is the resource so that you can bring these new resources to people. So you've had your own experience with healing and with the Dr. Joe work, right? You go in deep there so that you can bring safety and security to others in going into that work. You, um, I think this is interesting. You have a split, what's called a split definition. And that means that you work a little bit better with people than being totally on your own. So people who can kind of complete you, who can um, energetically, when your energy comes together, gives you access to all of yourself. So you being in partnership is probably going to feel really good for you. Um, I actually think I might complete you, which would make yeah. a lot of sense. Totally. Uh, yeah. And so you need that supportive energy to support you in. Um, yeah, I do do complete you in a couple of ways to bring your message forth to um uh, to, to feel a sense of being able to be all of yourself. You like to be around people. You just do a whole heck of a lot more than I do. Um, and so you, you're meant to be around people and be in partnership. And, um, what I find interesting is that you're, you're designed to be very open-minded. You're designed to be able to see things from multiple perspectives. You're designed to be inspired by things around you. You got to trust your gut on which inspiration to follow. Yeah, because 
can be very easy to have. (laughs) That's discernment, right? Yes. And then your energy, you have your emotional center open, which means you are going to really feel other people's emotions who are in your space. So you have to be very careful of (laughs) releasing it when it's not yours. Oh yeah. Boundaries, discernment. We go through that. That's the 3d stuff. Yep. And then the last thing I'll say, I'll say two last things just because one of them, I just saw this and was like, well, I get Sue more now that I see this. Um, number one, the throat, you have a, you're here to become masterful about speaking and how you use language, which is what you do. Yeah. It's interesting because Dr. Joe, I think also has an open throat as well. And he can change his voice and do his meditations because <laughs> he has this way of being able to experience and communicate in all different ways and change his voice, et cetera. So you're here to become masterful about language. So not surprising that you do what you do, what you talk about. That's very in alignment. And then very interesting. You like to be around people. I think to, for the most part, like you like to be in environments that stimulate you and your environment style is called markets external which means that you like to be in, like you would probably like to go to a restaurant and be around people and be in the energy of other people. That's like where you probably operate the best is in, and even I think about like, again, the Dr. Joe events, when you're there, you are, there's people around, there's stuff happening. That's where you thrive is in that environment of a lot happening. Think of a market, right? Yeah. people passing, coming in and out, et cetera. Yes, I would agree with that when it's quality, right? Mm-hmm. That's important. Like being of like if we're going to use the the environments where I was of service, yes, and that of service and and being of service for sure, absolutely. Not the surface. I want to go deep. Let's go have a conversation. Let's go five one totally. Yeah, let's go deep. All right, we are at 57, Miss Jess Bubbaco. Give them your, I, we could do this. That's why we're going to do it together. Yeah. We are going <laughs> to do it together off a radio show. So this is just a little snippet. The mm. corner of the toast, the corner of the ocean roll. Woo! Yes, the ocean roll. If you guys don't know what that is, you got to go to Sparrow Bakery. I'll get you one, Miss Jess. All right, guys. Jess Bubako, thank you, my love. All the information's on the website. Of course, you go to sulanquist.com to get all that information. And if you want a copy of this show, sign up for the newsletter. All of you, Radio World, YouTubers, all of that. Make sure you're following both Jess and myself and watch our free events that we're going to be doing on Facebook and Instagram. And that will lead you to where we're going to actually have the online course. With that being said, happy Thanksgiving. Be thankful for what you got, you guys. I love you. And until next time, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself.